You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. How much time till we're on? on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. Oh. I'm ready. Good evening, I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to It's the, the Wednesday night edition of Sports Day. Can you heard that before. Hello, Gary Belcher, fresh from the Killers. This is not pseudo-echo. <laughs> yes. Can you not drunk text us at 9.30 at night, please, as well? I wasn't drunk. I've been sleep. drinking. <laughs> I just thought you guys might want to share in the concert that I was enjoying so much. Hey, if you, anyone's thinking about going to the Killers, get yourself a ticket if you haven't got one already. Oh, well done, Molly. Unbelievable. Best concert you've seen? Oh, you're close to today. it. I've always said the best one I went to was in uh, in Brizzy, the Rolling Stones, about 20 years ago. Never Longer. been a Rolling Stones fan. Oh, mm. Next They're straight down the catwalk, up and down the cat. It was amazing. But, um, yeah, the, Brandon Stow- Stark, Stowers. What's it, Brandon, Brandon Flowers? Flowers. Flowers. Yep. Unbelievable. The dra- one of the best drummers I've ever What's his seen name? Too. Ronnie Venucci Jr. <laughs> Venuti I'm looking Jr. at yeah. Is that true? Yeah. All right, there you go. Uh, hello, Scott Sattler. How, How are, are you today? Hey, talking about Molly Meldrum, I heard a great story about Molly Meldrum the other day mm. that Sir Paul McCartney came over to do a concert in Australia and he met up with, he went and saw Molly just in his own time because apparently they're very, very close. And he showed him what his set was going to be, all the songs he was going to sing. And Molly said, no, nah, drop that out, drop that out, throw that in, throw that in. He goes... Yep, no worries, and changed his whole set for the Australian tour oh, based on go. Molly Meldrum's word. And did wow. it bomb? Did it, or no, was it no, good? Yeah, it would, it would, yeah, hello, how are you? Hello to our listeners through the Super Radio Network tonight, particularly uh, 104.1, Radio 97 on the Tweed, uh, SEN track stations, and for those listening through the SEN app and Canberra, 1323am, welcome to it. It's a big show tonight. Uh, a lot of talk in the studio pre-show about yeah. Australia versus Denmark. Obviously, that game happening 1 a.m. Queensland time, 2 a.m. New South Wales time tomorrow morning. And Badge has got the whiteboard out, and he's trying to work out if we win, who do we play? So we potentially could play Poland yeah, or Argentina the, Well, at the, if yeah, we get through. We're going to play the winners of Group C. Are we in C? No, we're in D. We're in D, we're in D. yeah. Winner of Group C plays the runner-up of Group D. So if we're runner-up, we get through, we'll play the winner. And I think Jack is saying Poland is playing Argentina. There'll be one of those yeah. that we will play. All right, yeah. So, Jeez, who would you rather play, Poland or Argentina? Mm, Poland. So, yeah, I wouldn't want to play Argentina. Oh, Maradona, he, you can't be. He's outstanding, <laughs> isn't he? Oh, he's not around him? Oh, he oh. was. Um, so that's and, and the other thing going around the room was who's going to be up? Jack's going to be up. He's working out whether I'm going to be up. Jack's working out whether he's going to the casino or not. Oh, God, to be single again. 
if I was To be young again. To be young and single, and that's the decision you have to make. Imagine me going home tonight going, hey, love, dinner's nice. Uh, Off to the casino at 1am tomorrow morning. You did, But didn't you do that the other night? Yeah, but I was... No, she sent me there because I was working. Mm. Oh, okay. It's a big difference, Badge. You're not watching it, are you, mate? No, I can wait till morning. But how are you going to? What, what if they? What if they do win or there's a draw and they get through? Don't you want to be in the I moment? Know? How will I know? Don't you want to jump in your car afterwards and let off some flares and blow your horn going around the, going around the block? What is it with flares and soccer? By the way, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Is there like a soccer flare shop? You just go into <laughs> and you be. go. Can I get some red ones? <laughs> like it what's is. the go? Where, yeah. What is it? I, so whenever there's a big soccer game on, is it? Is it boating shops? Is that where you get your I flares from? Do Jack, they go crazy? Equi- where, yeah. BCF, do they yeah. sell flares? But there you go. Jack, come well, in here Overseas versions of BCF just keep selling out of flares <laughs> leading into major soccer events. <laughs> Jack, what's... We don't see it in Australian sport. There's nothing that stands out in Australian sport, is there? flares. There's <laughs> BCF and fun. How you going, Jack? Yeah, good. That what, was really what good. It, I really what like what that. is it with flares, though, in soccer? Seriously, what is it? Oh, it's just a really nice colour. It envelops everywhere. It's dangerous, you know, you're Jack. It's dangerous. Off your pride you're taking off your colours. And, well, don't throw it. But if you just it wouldn't take your eye out because you've got your Harry oh, Potter oh, you glasses. Oh, you sound like you're okay. <laughs> people, just, people just lighten them as How okay. How dare you? Oh, well, as long as you don't throw them and they're not in danger. Or, yep. And that's happened a few times where people have thrown them onto the field and then fans have... Uh, no, and then players have thrown them back into the crowd. That can cause issue. Can you pick That's not the old up? movies, you know, when the, the hand grenade lands, you pick it up and you toss it back. Yeah, and, but yeah. really. <laughs> I saw a guy get kicked out of the Iran-USA game wearing this morning. Flares. No, because you know, <laughs> because he had a plastic trumpet. They said, come on, mate, that's not that's dangerous. Let's get that out of here. So Because he didn't have flares. Oh. So they got rid of I thought you so. kicked out. That's a bad joke, guys. Yeah, it's ordinary. We'll kick off the show. Yeah. No, today. yeah, bad flare. Went, sorry, no flares in here. <laughs> so, but but is it, it goes back to the old NSL days, doesn't it? The the flares, the National Soccer League, where you'd have the, you know. the. Is it an overseas thing, though, Jack? Do they, oh, yeah, do massively. It massively, okay. yeah. And you can get all your different colours. But, yeah, it's just, you know, when... Because we don't see it in Australia. But when With our got... major sports, oh, we don't do. see anything that really... Yeah, well, in, foot, in soccer you do. Yeah. In Australia? Yeah, yeah Western well, Sydney Wanderers, Western Sydney. they love that. But I think it is that thing of because the fans are so opposed against each other, those rivalries are so deep, you want to do something you that gets you... just lob a flare you... into the opposition. <laughs> yeah. no, well, you want to show how strong you are. So Throw you flares responsibly. Flare. You've got all the colours <laughs> it's around. It's been nil all eight weeks in a row. We're going to need some action at this game. Yeah. Bring a few flares. Mm. Ah, that's that what you do. Not yeah. streamers. Just actually, I'd rather a flare than those stupid clappers they hand out at the SCG for the Swans games. You know those plastic things they make all that noise? No thanks, not for mm. me. What anyway, about the Vuvuzelas. Do you remember? Oh them? yeah, oh, they're yeah. Bad. They didn't they ban them? That was it. Was that the rugby when they banned them? Or was that all South Africa when they it was hosted the South Africa the World, World Cup. Cup? Oh, massive. Yeah, right here. Thanks, Rob, thanks, Jack. Robot from Des Moines is. He is he's just getting up to watch the replay. Two AM's too hard for me. Me too. I'm with you. There were, but what replay is he Robert and that's and that's that Siri is calling him robot? Could someone please confirm that there is a replay because it is actually on SBS. So it's not on Fox. Yeah, you can watch so you it on the SBS app. Can you uh, can you confirm that? I want confirmation of that. What was that, Jack? Watch it on the app. Watch it on the app. Yeah. Jack Or you can listen to it on SEN. What's yes, an you app? can, but they have to do that live. Yeah. We will have live coverage coverage of that game. There'll be a podcast of it as well. Yeah, um, tomorrow morning. In fact, uh, Clinton Bolton 
uh, will be joining us. He's part of the SCN commentary team for the FIFA World Cup 2022. He'll be joining us uh, real soon. Uh, by the way, if you want to get involved in the show, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Uh, and don't forget, you can grab a podcast of the show. Just look for Sports Day New South Wales through Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And the boys are carving it up on TikTok. Badge, sats, SEN. What about Badge's reenactment of the dance and the, the lip syncing he did at the concert last night, which is on our TikTok? Yeah, with the cool. kittens. Mm. Are you, you going to do that nude kittens post? Because kittens are... <laughs> you guys are weird. That was... That was a test run. Hey, boys, uh, as we say, big show. We've got uh, Tim Franklin as well joining us on the show tonight. You might ask who he is. Yes. He's starting a, a journey running across the world. He's a Brisbane boy. What? Trying to break the record of 434 days. What? That's ridiculous. Now I, I, I don't get the across the world bit because I, I – what is he – how? Ask him. We're How talk do you to go him. across the world? So when he, got a, when he can't when he, run When he does Australia and flies – across to, say, New Zealand, does he have to keep running up and down the aisle? Yes, I think he does. Of the plane? Yes. Okay. In the That's plane. stupid. Well, it's a question. It's a relevant question. Are you going to ask him? Or does he run on the mark, like just on the spot, up the back of the plane, outside the toilets? Could possibly mm-hmm. do. Your people will say, do you need to go out the toilet? Because oh, that's two, isn't it? Oh, God. <laughs> it's not a good start to the show. Simon Orchard from New South Wales Greyhounds. A couple of tips for Wenty Park tonight. Yep. By the way, mm. he was two from two last week. He was. Yeah. So it was a good uh, good victory. It Gamble makes me believe, Simon. That's ridiculous. Have you got Have you got one for us tonight? I've got a World Cup related. Have you? That's ridiculous. Oh, very timely. I've got one about a movie or movies. Well, do you want to give us that one to start with or do you want to wait? I can if you want. Uh, go for it. Do, uh, hook and tease. Do you want me to actually unveil it? Or yeah, unveil un- well, Okay, yeah. the Terminator movie, movies, were a prequel to The Matrix. What? Hmm. Exactly. Come on, mean? that's ridiculous. They came, so out, Neo, they came was, out after, didn't they? So Neo, who is the... Um, okay, i got to look this Neo up. is... What's his name? Keanu Reeves. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. John Connor. That's right. the kid from Term- Terminator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there you go. So when the Matrix, That's ridiculous that I didn't know that because I like to think I know in, a lot about movies. In the, the Matrix came out in 1999 yep. and Terminator. That was before that. That was in the out. 80s, wasn't it? Mm. So, you didn't see the Terminator, did you? I haven't that? seen that or the Matrix. Mm. I haven't seen the Matrix. Have you seen those, Badge? Yeah. I don't, don't ask me how to, <laughs> to explain. My wife actually asked. She, she was watching during COVID. She was... What was I think it was then? She's watching Matrix and she's like an hour in. She's gone. I just don't kind of get what. And I don't try to get it. Mm. Don't try to work it out. Mm. It's you can't. Mm. Hey, first test kicked off today too at Optus uh, Stadium. It's a beautiful stadium. Yeah, never been there. Mm, it looks beautiful. it looks amazing. Um, and the Aussies are too far. Um, geez, not a big crowd. Not a big crowd. But you're claiming because mm. it's Wednesday, so yeah, it's early, isn't it, in the week to kick it off to go and. I reckon Friday, day three, Saturday, be big, big. Mm. I think Saturday there wouldn't be a bad crowd, depending on how it's how it's travelling. I mean, this West Indies team isn't as as dominant as what they have been in in past decades, but can, it's always exciting. Can I say two days ago I didn't even know the test was on? Maybe really? if you're in Perth. Well, no, I, I, I knew it was coming up. I didn't know it was on this week. Once yeah. upon a time, we knew when every test was starting. Well, it was always Brisbane. Of te- yes, mm. that's the crazy part. It was always part. Gabba at the end of last week of November, right? Yep. Now, 
this time of year. And now and now the Gabba gets the first test against South Africa on the 17th of December. Has the T20 and then the one days we had and then the World Cup kicking off in soccer, has that taken a little bit of the focus away from, from the cricket? I think uh, it may have. I think, I think have. cricket fans know it's on. I think they know it's on. Um, uh, Aussies, by the way, two for 162 at T. Um, the Water out, went really early. He did he? terrible shot, absolutely terrible shot. He was out for five. Uh, Usman Khawaja out for sixty-five. Uh, Marnus Labuschagne's eighty-one not out, and Steve Smith four not out. As I say, two for one hundred and sixty-two at T. Hey, I just want to go back to the soccer for a moment. Mm-hmm. Are you watching it, and how are you watching it tomorrow morning? Like I, I bumped into so many people and spoken to mates. Everyone's getting up to watch it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm. Uh, uh, Gary's the Not only everyone. one. Well, only you're the one sleeping at the moment. I'm going to listen to it. But Please. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think people that. just pretend. They Actually, Glenn, the reality king, is saying, G'day, Justin, Bad Sats, and Jack. Just thought I'd wish the Socceroos all the best for tomorrow morning before I turn back to uh, the ABC to listen to the final session of the cricket. No. No, he's banned. He is banned. That is, that's it. He's done. Glenn. No. Glenn, you go to Jared Waitley and listen to the SEN call. Listen to the that's, SEN app, mate. You are gone. You, with- my friend... No soup for you. Come back one year. Jared Whiteley, best sports commentator in the world. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, what else is coming up on the show tonight? We mentioned Simon Orchard. We mentioned that's ridiculous. If you've got one for us, 0457 736 736. We've got to go to a break in just a moment. But Justin Langer today, uh, was he out on the field before play uh, belting his former players? Yes, well, he's with Channel 7 as part of their coverage and many have said this is going to be awkward when he's got to interview some of his former players that he coached. But no, he's out on the field kicking a footy with Alex Carey and Marcus Harris. Of course, Marcus Harris is part of the the 14-man squad or the 13-man squad. But um, no, hugged all the players and chatted to the players freely. I've got no doubt that he's still got a good relationship with a majority of the players because I think they realise that Justin Langer I gave them a harder edge I don't, as players. And I would say not all the players wanted to see him go. I guarantee a lot of the players didn't want to see him go. That's right. Hey, just on that. But they move on very quickly. Sports people move on very quickly. He was one of the great opening batsmen uh, that we've had in this country. In fact, we're talking about it uh, last night's stats, that Langer and Hayden, were they the best partnership? Now, it doesn't have to be just sport. It could be anything. It could be TV shows, whatever. But were Langer and Hayden the best combo? Let's talk about it from a cricket point of view. Whether Was there any better? Where do, where do they rank alongside, and you mentioned them last night, Haynes and Greenwich? I reckon they're up there. What do you reckon, Badge? Yeah. I mean, Greenwich and Haynes dominated their era, didn't they? You just talk about the opening bats. We're talking about any combos, but in this in this instance, we're talking about opening batsmen. Mm, okay. Well, we had a text last night, was it? So any combo, like Bob- I always go back to Lillian Marsh or Lillian Tomo bowling. Warren and Heels. Bold, Warren, Court Healy. Mm. Court Healy, Bold, Warren. Was, did we get a text last night? Was it Bob Simpson and Bill Laurie? Yeah, opening partnership. Yeah. Jeez, I can barely remember that. Please. You threw up Kepler Vessels and... Whoever, John Dyson. (laughs) John John Dyson was a great batsman. Mm. He was... Yeah, no, Kepler opened more with uh, someone else. Greg Wood? Who did Greg... Graham Wood. Graham Wood, Wood, sorry. Greg Wood used to work... His brother Greg was okay, but... I used to work in radio with Greg Wood. But Graham Wood used to open the batting with Dyson. Mm. John Mm. Dyson. He's a lefty. Who who are the best combos? Hale and Pace. Three, they called him. Laverne and Shirley. Mm. 
Squiggy and the Fonz. I was ruined. Remember the Fonz? That's like, we talk about how the creature Joni and Chachi. That's what? a combo. The Fonz and Joni. The Fonz and Marion. That's weird. <laughs> you are weird. The Fonz and all the school kids that he around. That's alleged. Yeah. We're going to go to a break. This is Sports Day. Hey, uh, when we Potsy come back. and Mr. C. Wow. What? That one? Are you one? What are you inferring? Are you Sorry. Okay? It was Potsy and Ralph. Are you? you I can't even what? see your eyes tonight. Are, they, are, they, are, they, are, they, is he, are his eyes open? They're still at a concert. Hey, not often I come in here wearing sunnies, but I had to tonight. Yeah, Imagine if the killers were on tonight. Yeah. He'd still be up at one o'clock so he could watch the soccer. Badge, are you good at backing up anymore? No. Were, what, you, did you, were you good at backing what, up in the I'm day? I'm going at half time. No. Terrible. Were you no good at backing up? No. Like have a good night on the... Source not good respons- responsibly with your teammates. Listen, I walked into work today. <laughs> he was snoring on the couch. No, I was, I was on the couch, <laughs> and he said, "Oh, you, you know, like, you've had a little sleep." And I said, "And I thought to myself, I just actually was snoring before he walked in. I'm glad he didn't hear that." Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Best partnerships they can be from sporting, television, pop culture, anything. We want to know about that tonight. The goodies. And we've got to go because Clint Bolton is standing by. We'll get to him next. This is Sports Day for Kia. <laughs> Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, welcome back to the show. This is Sports Day. Badge back from the Killers. Sats in the studio as well. And plenty of your texts coming through. Of course, the Socceroos, 2 a.m. New South Wales time, 1 a.m. Queensland. Tomorrow morning, take on Denmark for a place in the round of 16 of the 2022 FIFA World Cup. Have we decided what, they, what name they go by? Was it the Socceroos? Red Socceroos. We no, worked that the, out. The Danish. No, isn't it the Red and the White? The Red and the White. I don't know. The, let's let's get our guest on. The apple or the custard? No, we, actually, Badge, this was a serious question. Yeah, we threw out last night, and we still I don't know. We're not a hundred percent on it. What are the Danish foot? What 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 is the Danish football team known custard, by? Custard Danish. They're not <laughs> apple. Uh, Clint Bolton, who's a part of the SCN commentary team for the 2022 FIFA World Cup. Download the SCN app. You can listen to every single game on there. Uh, Clint, thanks for your time, mate. Pleasure, guys. Uh, tomorrow morning, it's D-Day. Uh, well, we need France to knock over uh, Tunisia? Tunisia, which is happening at the same time. And, we, and if that happens, we just need a draw to go through. Is that right? That's right, but I'm not thinking along those lines, and I hope the Socceroos aren't, that's for sure. Um, I think we should all be thinking about beating Denmark, winning that game, not worrying about the other other result. If you're relying on other results and things are out of your control, then that's not where you want to be. So we go in into the match looking for the win, and we're in a great position to to get that. To be honest, uh, as long as we have a fearless approach to the Danes, they're they're very gettable. Mm. Now the uh, Clint, the 
the win against Tunisia on well, our time Sunday morning was impressive, especially from a, a defensive uh, perspective. Yes. Um, how have you rated yeah. their performance so far in their first two games? You, you feel as though that we've still got a lot to improve on and we need to? Oh, two performances on both ends of the spectrum in a lot of ways. Um, I think uh, I, like a lot of soccer fans, went into the World Cup with good faith and belief in this team that regardless of the opposition, they'll just give it a red-hot crack, and that didn't really materialise in the first game. So really, I was personally disappointed in in the approach, especially going to goal up and just afterwards getting really becoming really reactive and defensive and not and going back into our shell in a lot of ways. So disappointed in that match, but very, very happy with the way we rebounded. And uh, against Tunisia, that was what I expected from the first game. So it's it's the norm. It should be the norm for any soccer performance um, that we play. And it should be the basis of the game against Denmark. So it's it's been a mixed bag, but, but we're in a position to qualify. And it's in our hands. So... You know, it's we're in a position where we can surpass what the 2006 golden generation of soccer has did because we're, it's a very similar pathway through the group, similar results in that we've beaten the team we expected to beat. It was Japan in 2006, Tunisia this time around. We lost to the big team in the group and we're coming up with the middle tier team in the group needing a result needing a draw to progress we did it against Croatia in 2006 and if we can do that against the Danes and France like you said do a job um, if need be then we go through and if we do compare the squads and this this would be a bigger achievement and I have no problem with saying that so it's it's massive one of the positives out of that French game is got a shot on an opportunity early, converted it, scored it, and then again against Tunisia, converted that as well. But overall, are we are we getting enough opportunities at any enough shots at goal? No, no, that's 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 clear. Uh, it's expected, it's expected. So it's not out out of our thinking of what this team is capable of. It's capable of more, but when when you've lost a bit of quality. Uh, like Boyle. Boyle was key to to actually creating a lot of opportunities on the right-hand side. A very direct player gets in the box, and a very dangerous player. He was a big miss. And then Hrustic is the other one. He's a key creator for our team. That Just that, that bit of class uh, alongside Aaron Moy that stands out above most other players in the squad, to be fair, and with all due respect. So... So we, you know, like most teams in this World Cup, we're missing a couple of players. That doesn't help. But you're right, we're not creating enough opportunities. But you don't have to. At a World Cup, most most World Cup champions don't score a lot of goals throughout. But importantly, like you mentioned before, against Tunisia, we defended really well. That's the key to to this team. It's the key to its progression through the group. It'll be key against the Danes, who are very good defensively themselves. So you expect not not many opportunities to arise. We've just got to execute whatever comes along and and um, another great defensive performance led by Harry Suto, who was enormous yes, yes. against Wasn't Tunisia. He? Just enormous. So so that's that's what's needed. And we can't hide behind the fact that there's a difference in, in talent within you know the big European nations and the Socceroos, but that doesn't mean you can't win games. So... So there's other ways to win.
Yeah, yeah. Well, and you mentioned that that uh, um, that incredible side that we had back at that sort of golden era back around 2006. And I know you played for the um, for the Socceroos um, in that year and in that era. What if this team can manage to you know, come up with the win or the draw and go through? How are they going to be compared to those those great teams of the past? Will it will will it be one of the all time great performances? It's it's the biggest achievement of a Socceroos team. Um, you'd, you'd compare it to Asian Cup victory in 2015. Um, different tournaments, different yep. competitions. What we, what we did in 2015 with Ange is just ridiculous, phenomenal. Um, uh, but this is up there. It's, I, I, like I said before, I think it's a bigger achievement than 2006 if we get through, just because the sides are are very different and less is expected of this particular team. So just you could you cannot under under undersell what an achievement it would be for this particular group. Mm. Uh, and mate, what what we got out of the Tunisian game, that's just one game. Imagine we get through the group and mm. and the reaction to to that performance and that achievement back here at home. So man, the soccer is like you guys, I know, are uh, big fans of other sports, but I'm a football person through and through, and, and I understand the landscape globally and how big it is and how hard it is here for the yeah. Socceroos to get traction locally. So any massive achievement like this is, is huge in, in this country. So I hope it happens. I hope, hope the country appreciates how big it is and, and gets behind them if they do get through and, and go forward. Oh, it'll be a massive shot in the arm for... Uh... Uh, football in Australia, no doubt at all. Hey, I saw a press conference with uh, Graham Arnold. Seems very relaxed. Um, well, is he going to be relaxed come kickoff in a, in a few hours' time? Is he? Uh, nah. He's going to be a pretty pretty <laughs> nervous man on the sideline there, isn't he? Angry man. Nah. Mate, he's edgy. He is edgy as any coach on the sideline. <laughs> he's just he doesn't stop. He's up and down. He's he's a technical area, barking orders the whole time. It's the type of coach that I, I never liked being around. Um, I didn't like being a part of that sort of setup, seeing my coach on the sideline. He, he just made me edgy. If he <laughs> was edgy, I was edgy, Todd. So, but that's, that's him. It doesn't seem to have much impact on the team, I guess. Uh, but he will not stop for, for however long this game goes. But um, it, it's interesting to reflect on Arnie. It's, you know, it's, I have mixed emotions about Arnie as, as our head coach and, and what he's achieved. Um, but a lot of respect for him because I, I, I don't think he's, he's at the level of most other coaches at this tournament, uh, particularly with his in-game management, decision-making throughout the 90 minutes of each game. I think there's been question marks around the first two games, rightfully so. But massive respect, like I have for any player that achieves success at the top level that maybe doesn't have the talent of, of those players. Um, you know, Arnie's in that sort of bracket. So massive respect to him. Uh, and I hope for his sake and the team's sake that he has a really quality 90 minutes and makes some good decisions with regards to substitutes and and changing the game if it's needed to be changed. Yeah, well said. Um, in relation to the rest of the tournament so far, Clint, has there been any performances that have really jumped out of the ground and surprised you? Uh, this has been the most unpredictable World Cup. That's that's clear. Uh, a lot of big upsets. 
it's made it very interesting every single game. You cannot bank on any team winning and losing, except Brazil. <laughs> They're still my clear favourites, mm-hmm. and they haven't done anything to make me feel otherwise. But it's it's made it a joy to watch and follow. Um, it's been a it's been a World Cup of second halves because the first half have been pretty quiet. I think leading into the game I called this morning, half the games have been nil all to half time, and then they just blow up in the second half. So, so there's been some really interesting things come out in this World Cup, and and like I'm just I'm. I love the World Cup. This four weeks, every four years, is my favourite time in football. And it's, it's a joy watching the football unfold on the field, as much as it's a joy watching what's going on in stands. And this one isn't, isn't any different. It's delivering. And let's hope for the Socceroos' sake, it delivers another little, little uh, nugget, another little chapter. So I, I can't wait for, yeah. for two o'clock. Um, I need some Zs big time because... Um, <laughs> I've been watching all the, all the games, so I'll be heading to bed after this phone call and make sure I'm ready to go at two. Mate, before we tuck you in, uh, you're calling the Argentina versus Poland game uh, tomorrow morning. Yep. Uh, we'll talk about this at the start of the show. Let's hope the Socceroos win and we go through and we qualify in second place in Group D. Who would we rather play uh, as the out of those two in the round of 16, Poland or Argentina? Me, I would not care one bit, and I would hope the attitude of the players would be the same. The bigger the opponent, like the less you've got to lose in a lot of ways. So I would love a matchup with Argentina all day. Mm. You imagine a, mm. a round of sixteen match between the Socceroos and Argentina? That would go off back here. <laughs> yeah, it would be massive. Huge. Yeah, you're right. All right, Clint, we'll let you go to bed, mate. Catch all the action on SEN. Download the SEN app. Doing a great job, mate. We appreciate your time on Sports Day tonight. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Jeez, go the Socceroos. I got chills when he was talking about, you know, just the Socceroos getting out there and then the Arnie stuff. How, how cool is that? Well, he, there's obvious respect there for Arnie. You know my thoughts around Arnie. I, I love the guy, and I had a fair bit to do with him at the Penrith Panthers. He's our goal-kicking coach, and he's a great guy, but I could, it doesn't matter what he'd be involved in. It wouldn't matter whether it be a game of cards. He would... He'd rip your eye sockets out just to win anything. So, And you can see him on the sideline. He's so passionate. And sometimes your emotions can get away from you in those big moments. But he's just such a, a great guy. He's not the only coach that struts up and down the oh, sideline no. in that no. boxed area. You know the other thing that I find really weird? When a team scores a goal, all of their substitutes run on. Yeah, what's going well. on there? What is going on there? We should have allowed it in the league. Really? Yeah. Let all the, yep. <laughs> Let the fans run on. That used to happen. <laughs> Uh, our other national team is in action at the moment, the Australian cricketers. They're two for 170-something. The reason I say that is because the score has just gone off the screen. Two for 175, they are. Manus Labashagne looks good. Does he? Yeah, he looks really good. Go to iCanWin.com.au to win yourself a Ziggy by Ziggler and Brown barbecue this summer. I wonder if that's drawn tomorrow because summer starts tomorrow. Michael from Jermoyne yes. says... Great combinations, the two Woodies in tennis, of course. We'll get to that in just a moment. Mm. More of that. This is Sports Date. Thanks to Kia. Back in a moment. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. 
This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, welcome back to it. Sports Day, Badge and Sats. Texts are flying in, of course. 0457 736 736. We're looking for good combinations. Great combinations. So it could be sport. Well, let's do sporting. Peter Sterling, Brett Kenny. Oh. What about this one? Um, great partnership. Justin and Cameron Green. That's from Jeff at Dubbo. Hey, Jeff? Justin. Yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs> good on you, Jeff. I've got a great combination. Gary Belcher and Carlene Belcher. What? Swanee. It's your wedding anniversary today. I know. Well, what are you do doing know. here? Mm. I know. You should be having a candlelit dinner. It's supposed to be not. Yeah, anyway, I'm leaving after this segment. I'm, I'm guessing. I'm guessing. We're both in I'm our guessing, 40s. I'm guessing 36 years. Ba-bam. That's what? ridiculous. We're both 40-something. <laughs> she would have been out for good behaviour too, if it's that long. Yep. What is it, Badge? How long? 37 37. Years. Wow, Badge. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy that 30... she's put up with me that so long. So take us through the night. You'll finish here. Okay, You'll well, go home well, and get some Chinese. I met her when we were 18. No, you'll go home then... and she'll have ice cream oh. ready for him. Ice cream. That's all I need. Is that what do you, you mean? Know, I, what I, do you I, mean that's all you need? I got I her. Uh, I got her. Yeah, past all that. I got her present last night. A killer's T-shirt. Oh, nice. Wow. That's sexy. Do you uh, buy each other anniversary presents? Yeah. You know what 37 years? years is? I only found this because my wife told, told me. You. Dropped a big hint. Alabaster. What's, What's that? that? Oh. Exactly. What? So, you, you know, so what? She bought what? me a shirt, like had like alabaster colour. It's like a cream colour. What is it? It's like a stone or something. We're asking it? you. I don't know. Gary. I'm looking it up. You haven't what really cr- looked into this wedding anniversary. No, yeah, I, yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I'll I just get her a Bunnings Oh, that's good. <laughs> but I'm not getting that. What is it's, alabaster? What What is the best it's thing? It's a rock. What? Oh, is it? It's a, it's a, it's a light, so you, white, vanilla-y coloured rock. So is the rock mineral. walking into your house yeah, tonight? Yeah, imagine that. <laughs> yeah. You'll get and home I'll, and the rock will be sitting on your yeah. lounge. And you're all of a sudden naked. sleeping on the front doormat. <laughs> I hope it's young. Carlene's just wearing a killer's T-shirt. believe. The rock's nude. Not what? the rock, yeah. Oh. Knuckleheads. <laughs> hey, so what? What's the most romantic thing you've done for your wives? I'm, I'm I've told you what I've done. What? So one Christmas, yeah. about eight days out, I delivered an elf note to her. Oh, that's right. And on that was a like a a hint to go to this somewhat to a part B. So she arrived at this next shop. Who was the first hint? The kitchen and the. Oh. No, that's what you would have done. And then at the next shop, there was another elf, lo- elf note. So it finally, yeah. oh, after you, eight days, it led her to this like Will clothes shop that she loves. Is so, that it? Yeah. A clothes shop. And they closed the shop for her. And then she got to. A closed oh, shop. Oh, wasn't a closed yeah, shop. It's <laughs> not open. Shop. Oh, sorry, Dale. I got the So offer. you were dressed up like Will Ferrell, mm. delivering notes to her. <laughs> elf. What about you, Badge? Yeah, you know, no, that's the most romantic thing you've done for Carlin. I don't. You must have done something. I know, but I'm not. I can't tell you. I I organised a helicopter once, Contra, mm-hmm. uh, and one we went over to South Stratty just and sat on a deserted beach. Where's South Stratty for our listeners? In off off the Gold Coast. Yes, mm-hmm. it's an island, and it's and it's really nice, and it's quite. There's not a lot there, right? We sat on the beach with a, a picnic. Basket. Did you skinny dip? We're naked. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's disgusting. I was about two kilos and lighter then. What? A th- you must have had to pay that helicopter pilot a lot more money. We had to do two trips. When you yeah. did. Oh, no, I put my clothes back on. But you know what happened was the frigging tide came up when we were in the water and it well, went through all my sandwiches. You didn't so check no the tide. I had no food. Oh. Did, they roll, did they roll you back into the water? 
Hello to those people on that jet star flight going up above us. Oh, no. Hey, now, what do you make of this? Ryan Madison, uh, Parramatta star, he wants to swap his $4,000 fine that he got through the grand final last year for a crusher tackle. Um, He wants to to, – because he took that $4,000 fine instead of a a three-week ban. We wrote 34 weeks. The NRL is apparently holding firm. But now the season's starting to approach through preseason. He's now – Training, you feel it feels that well. It just you know, looks like a come crazy selfish thing, didn't it? When you go, oh, I'll just take, I'll just take the three week ban rather than four thousand dollars out of your huge pay packet. Now, can I play devil's advocate here and and look mm. at the reason why he took the four thousand dollars? And right. the excuse that he's used is that um, if I'm at work, if I'm working normally in an office or you know, wherever it may be. And if I do something wrong that's not intentional, my employer doesn't take any money off me. So what he's saying is the crusher tackle and the NRL are fining players when it's not an intentional act, and I don't think it's right. So he's, is this he, really what he's he sort said? of saying, oh, I'm going to take a three-week ban as opposed to a $4,000 fine. Is that what he said, or you think that might no, be No, that's what he just said. I don't get, get penalised from a monetary perspective at, at my job if I was – not playing rugby league. So that's why I'm going to take the three-week ban. Now it's getting closer to the season. He's obviously thinking, hang on a sec, I've had to rethink about this. I'm leaving my teammates in the lurch. For three weeks. Mm. Three very tough games to start the season and, and it's important. And it's not a big fine. It's, you know, you don't intentionally get a speeding ticket, do you? Yeah. But you get them. Because mm. I, I kind of don't – I can't agree with that at all. Now, he wants to appeal the decision. The NRL, for more reports, will potentially look at. Well, yeah, I, 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 heard, I heard them. I heard uh, said that he he found out on Mad Mondays the yes. day after the grand final, and he'd already had a few drinks, I suspect, and so it wasn't a great time to so ask him with a couple of hours notice. No, yeah, with a couple of hours notice, you got to make a decision about this. He was sitting at the the, the casino. Blackjack table. No, he wasn't. That's alleged. 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 That's not. You just made that up. Not true. They said, I've just dropped 1500 on red. I'm going to take three weeks. No, his missus has gotten to him and said, You're an idiot. (laughs) We're not giving up four grand. No, you're not doing three weeks. You've got to do four grand. He said, We can come back here for three weeks. That's right. That's right. Would he lose money to play when a player is suspended? Do they cop a fine from the club? No. Do they not get paid? So no. They still get full pay. If it's, if it's oh, right, okay. an extended time off the field and it's, a say, an intentional act, the club may dock the player. Okay. If you're a player that continually gets suspended, the club may drag you and say, hey, if it happens again, well, we're going to have to penalise you. Right, yeah. Portion uh, of your contract. Uh, what do you think about the whole Ryan Madison thing? Uh, we've got Ryan from uh, Byron Bay suggesting he's not a Madison fan at all. Mm. Uh, I won't say what he's saying, but yeah. Mm. Uh, and more of your text messages too on great combos. Um, I did see one there, Dick Johnson and who is it? Dick Johnson. Ford. And John Bowers. And John Bowers. No, not DJ. John Bowers. John Bow. Oh, you got yeah. Bowers there. Sorry, misspelling. Um, um, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, they won. Bathurst, at, yeah. One at Bathurst and the one at Sandown. We're going to get to a break. G'day, guys. It's yep. a hard topic. Great sporting combos, but ashes to ashes, dust to dust. If Lily don't get you, Tom O must. Yes. They terrorise the batsmen in the series. Yeah, shotgun shine, 2HD. Aussies, 2 for 189. Marnus Labuschagne, 94 not out. Smith, 18 not out. Uh, Labuschagne, given a chance too at second slip. Put down. Ooh. 
Hey, uh, just quickly, Manly's thinking about um, making Jake Travojevic a co-captain. Can we with talk Daly about Terry this a little bit more later on? Yeah, and I wonder what wonder what our listeners think about yeah. it. Um, is is it a good move so that they can? Why wouldn't you know, it be? Are you suggesting it's not? Or no? Yeah, I'm saying it's a good move. I want to know what our listeners think about it. We know we've got some Manly. And fans. there's a reason behind it for more reports as well. So. Yeah, part okay. of do with that we'll bit of a disconnect between some players and and the the pride jersey and are they fans of of uh, their current captain or not? Um, yeah, it looks like that's what they're going to do. Zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. Are you surprised he's not a leader already? Oh, well, he, he would. He is. He doesn't he need is, to see. But he'll be officially right, okay. a co-captain. Mm. Right. Yeah. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Or you can call us one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Break time. Back for Kia next. Kia didn't just make an eight seat family car; they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, welcome back to it. Uh, Aussies 2 for 197. Labuschagne 98 not out. He's facing uh, Holder at the moment. And is that it? Oh, single. Now goes down to 99. Stream every NFL game this season live on NFL Game Pass. Visit nflgamepass.com. Just quickly, uh, the Great Ocean Road Beach Volleyball Fest, or Beach Volley Fest, I should say, in Torquay, started today, Sats, and that wonderful Aussie pair in action, 8 o'clock tonight. Yeah, Del Solo and Taliko Clancy as well. Um, Yeah, 8 o'clock, as you said. They're going up against the Japanese pair, Akiko and Eureka. I saw it on, uh, I saw this on KO. It's happening on KO as Mm. well, so you can catch that action there. Now, uh, an Aussie is exploring his legal options after the revelations in boxing by a referee that he cheated to help Manny Pacquiao win a fight against him. Yeah. What's this, Sats? Back in 2000, as, as Manus Labashain, no, that was Steve Smith. No, no, he's facing um, up now, next ball. Yeah, this is Skinny Hussein, was a very good Australian uh, boxer. And this is back in 2000. He was, he captained the Australian Olympic boxing team, Skinny Hussein. This is like they were super bantamweights, really, really light. And um, Manny Pacquiao was about two years after winning his first world championship. So he's only a young fighter himself. Uh, but, yeah, the, the referee, Carlos Padilla, he's, he said that, oh, you know, I gave Pacquiao a slow 10 count in the round four. Skinny Hussein just hit him with his really short left jab and just knocked Pacquiao down. And he was crook. He was in some trouble, Pacquiao. And he said it, it, it should have been a stoppage victory. I disagree. I've watched this fight. And I went and rewatched it again today. Pacquiao got up on count count of six. Mm. So if you had another couple of seconds of that, he would have beaten the 10, 10 count anyway. Uh, but it was a great fight. And Skinny Hussein, he really tried to rough him up. And he was starting to become like the, you know, he's going to be the new superstar, Manny Pacquiao. And ended up winning eight different divisional world championships. One of the greatest of all time, Manny Pacquiao. But yeah, this was controversial, this fight. Um, but I still feel as though that, that Manny would have won it. Um, but yeah, he wants to... He wants to, this to be a no contest as yeah, well. Wow. As we see 
No. He's, he's facing up now, Lavashane, to try to get his hundreds on 99. Yeah, on the back of Jeff Fennick having that fight yeah. overturned against uh, Azuma Nelson and getting his fourth world title. Yeah. I, there might there'll be a lot more of this, I reckon. Clear the air, boys. There, there could be as well, yeah. Now, clear the air. Holder is at the uh, the top of his mark. Lavashane's facing up. 99 he's on. Holder mm. coming into bowl. Here we go. Here we go. Lavashane, defensive. That's a mid-wicket, no run. And we're going to run out of time. Come on, get to the next ball. Hey, when we come back, no doubt we'll be celebrating the 100 of Marnus Labashane, unless we just put the Sports Day mocker on him. <laughs> Let's hope that doesn't happen. We'll be back soon for Kia. This is Sports Day. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Labashane on 99, Seals on the way to him, bowls here, Labashane goes back and cuts his way to a century, out towards the rope, will just about make it all the way for four, and it does. It's summer and the weather's fine, for Labashane that means tons, it's Marnus the machine, his eighth test tonne, seventh in Australia, second here at Perth and first against the West Indies. What a way to start summer, 22-23 for the Queenslander, Australia's number three. Adam Collins from the SCN commentary team. A short time ago, Marnus Labashane, 100 not out, boys. What a great knock again. Outstanding. Beautiful, yeah. Well, we lost that early wicket of uh, of Warner and then Kawaja made a few runs along with Marnus, but he's been, yeah, steady as. Um, Steve Smith's on 30-odd. So they're going well. Hasn't he accumulated those runs very easily? <laughs> yes. He's incredible. Cruising along. Hello to the uh, our listeners for the second hour of the show. It's through the Super Radio Network, of course, uh, the SEN app, and our SEN track stations as well. Keep your texts coming through from McDonald Jones Homes. Uh, we're asking for your best combos in sport tonight or, or, or anything. Um, some of them that are coming through. I saw a couple for the two Woodies, tennis. Yes. Mm. Yep, yeah, absolutely. There's a um, watching them. Robot says, "What about Winks, Waller, and Bowman?" Yeah, just saying. Yeah, one good. of the good ones, isn't well, it? Well, on that note, then you, I throw, suppose you throw in Peter Moody and Black Caviar and Pumper and Kingston Luke Town. Luke Nolan, so, yeah, Pumper and Kingston Town. Yes. Yeah. Hey, what about Johnny Lewis and Jeff Fennick? Of course, great combo. Don King Brilliant. and Mike Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> well, didn't he make a lot of money out of Don King? Don King he? and Jeff Fennick, not. No. Yeah. yeah. No. Uh, Beaver, you... Beaver and Cliffy Lyons. That was Mick. one of the best combos. Mm. Alf and Kevy. Played a lot of footy together. Won a lot, a lot of comps. Well, what what about yours? Ricky, Ricky and Laurie. I'm getting to that. Oh, sorry. I'll Stuart s- and Daly. Yeah. <laughs> not Ricky and Laurie. You can call them that, yeah. Sticky and Loz. Okay. Righto. Anything else? No, that's all. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Keep your text coming through. Kyrgios and Kokonakis. The McDonald Jones Homes. No. Is that one of the potential great partnerships? No, what, I didn't say that at all. Why don't you think so, Woogie? Why don't you like them? Oh, it never crossed my mind. Okay, well, think about it now. You're the you tennis. Okay, you, you played mm-hmm. tennis once. Yep, yep. So 
What do you no, think? No, Aria did tennis lessons. She did. That's yeah. right. She didn't know what end of the racket <laughs> after six months. She went for the lollies, to be honest. <laughs> uh, no, they're not a great combination. Yes. They're a, a tool combo, but that's about it. A what? Mm. A combo of tools. Really? No, no, that's not fair on, on Kokonakis. He's no. actually a good bloke. Hey, Badge, what about Chocker <laughs> from Hawk's Nest on the Moddy 2HD? Agro and Anne-Marie. Oh, how nice. Agro and Anne-Marie. Remember Anne, the what cute are, little blonde? Yeah. yeah. Didn't have to add that little bit in. What is wrong with that? Okay, um, the attractive blonde lady that was with Agro. Wouldn't you just say the, the other female co-host? Oh, well, that's that's a bit rude. Not recognising who she is. What about Daryl and Daryl and Dickie Knee? <laughs> oh yes, Daryl and Aussie. Compulsory watching, wasn't it? How bad Darryl was Red Simon? I wasn't a Red Simon's fan. I couldn't stand Daryl. He was playing a villain. Mm. You didn't get it, Sats. Yeah. I don't think you had to try too hard. Um, Daryl Summers. Oh, horrible. One of the great hosts. What about, what about um, Simon Garfunkel? Yes, great combination. What about Seals and Croft? Because that leads me. There's a bowler bowling for the Windies today. His name's Seals. Imagine if he played back in the Colin Croft days. Seals and Croft, bang. <laughs> You're a knucklehead. Hall and Oates are what? the greatest duo of all time. Please. Fatty and Sturlow. On the footy show. <laughs> that was good. That was all right. What? What do you mean all right? It was good. Oh, you are. You did it see, go? Did it go? Anyone in entertainment <laughs> yeah. is good. Woogie straight away goes. No. Yeah, do you think it went five years no. too long though? Uh, I, I, do you, you know what? I barely watched it. What? Uh, <laughs> but I know people loved it. Well, they stole it from us. It was a Brisbane footy show first, and then they took our idea. That's true. Is mm-hmm. it? Right uh, Tim Franklin <laughs> coming up on the show soon. This guy is walking a Brisbane boy walking a, a Brisbane man, I should say, walking around. The world. No, he's running, running around the world. can't run around the world. No, he's not you running. Can. No, no, no. He's not running around the world. He's running across the world. You can't run across the world. Yeah, you can. How do you know that? Well, how? Well, ask him when we get him on in a couple of minutes. Gear? That's ridiculous. If you've got one for us, uh, it could be about anything you've that's seen. That's ridiculous that someone could run across the world. Come on. That's ridiculous. And I bet you when we get him on the line shortly, you'll be like, oh, mate, this is amazing what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. You big softy. Uh, that's ridiculous. We'd love to get yours. 0457 736 736. The man, the machine, the tipping machine, Simon Orchard from New South Wales Greyhounds. Would join us. Geez, there's some big races coming up in New South Wales Greyhounds, and he will be uh, joining us with some tips for Wenty Park tonight. But, boys, I see uh, Cody Walker is taking on a bit of a, a coaching role in the Indigenous All-Stars team. Yeah, he's been named a player coach. So a little bit like the old days when there were captain coaches. Uh, he's been named as um, still playing in the game also and also a part of the coaching team. Uh, but also more so about probably uh, mentoring a lot of those players that come into the squad for the first time. And uh, I think it's a, a really good appointment. It's, it's a little I love bit, it. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit of a throwback, isn't it, Badge? Which is a... It's a great initiative. One of the great things about that uh, that game is the um, the Indigenous All Stars and and their their work throughout communities and um, you know embracing their heritage and what I gather without knowing Cody Walker is that he's at the forefront of a lot of that. So I think mm. that's a really important part of that role. I love listening the young kids through. I love listening to a lot of the Indigenous players who have a proud Indigenous um, background, but not an, an overall understanding of their heritage. And they go into those, and we've spoken to a lot of players, both on and off the air, that players that go into those camps 
and the education throughout that week and what they learn about their about the indigenous heritage as well. It's, yeah, yeah, it's 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 fulfilling a lot of uh, it's fulfilling a lot of motivations around around education. I think, and uh, yeah, it's 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 always a game. It's, well, it's played in New Zealand this game as well. The one next yeah, year, yeah, will be. Yeah. yeah, hey, just on that, and I know he's only in, a, in an assistant role. Um, the best player coaches. Wally did it for a bit, didn't he? Wally was his last year in ninety. Uh, 93, he was captain coach. 92, 90, 92 was a captain coach of the Gold Coast Seagulls. Any others come to mind in footy? Oh, there was play- he was the last captain coach. Wally was. But at the top level? In rugby league or yeah. whatever? Yeah, in well, first grade. There's been plenty of captain coaches over the years. Like Norm Proven was captain coach when they were winning a lot of a lot of premierships at Saints. Um, in yeah. the 60s, uh, it was done a lot, wasn't mm. it? Um, yeah. Didn't Tommy Bishop come out as a captain coach at at the Cronulla or he did? I think actually, I think he did badge. Yeah, who were the captain coaches? Yeah, uh, our listeners will know. No, nice. I was captain coach <laughs> of the Byron Bay Red Devils. How many games did you play? About fourteen. Yeah, but you Got you struggled. By a lot of young kids. <laughs> you struggled to keep your players straight, didn't you? No, Tuesday night there was about eight players at training, and Thursday night there was about. 14, and on Sunday we didn't have enough jerseys. <laughs> wow. And pizza consumption was through the roof, right? Is that <laughs> is that true? Todd Carney's the captain coach there now. Is he? At Byron Bay, yeah. There you go. Uh, good combinations. Grafton Broncos says, what about Strop and Delvine oh, Delaney? Yeah. Mm. Oh, ripper. Uh, Marnus Labashane, by the way, a very good stat, not a crap stat. 21st time he's passed 50 runs in his first 29 tests. How many centuries is that That's now? Crap He's on 105. How many centuries is that in the last 12 months for him, Woogie? Uh, we'll look that up uh, whilst we're talking oh. to the man who's running around the world. Now, what do you do, boys, before you start running around the world? Uh, what do you do? What would you do last day before you go start running put, around the put world? Put a lot of Vaseline. Where? And my... Make sure you've got comfortable socks. No, you go for a run. That's what Tim Franklin's doing right now. Hello, Tim. <laughs> Welcome to Sports Day. Hello, gents. How are you? Good. So, wait, Badge and Sats have got a question for you. They, they, well, they're saying, they made a statement, it's impossible no, to no, run no, around. No, 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 no. Badge, me, ma- Badge yes. made a statement. G'day, that, Tim. <laughs> that it's How impossible. do you run across the world? <laughs> Explain, please. Uh, well, there are rules rules around what I have to do, but um, but the, the main rule is I have to run a minimum of 26,232 oh. kilometres. I have to um, land on five, uh, four continents, and on a continent, on that continent, I have to run a minimum of three thousand kilometres. I have to pass every line of longitude in one direction, um, and I've got to start and finish in the same spot. And apart from that, the rest is easy. So, starting Friday, seven a.m. at Southbank in Brisbane, and I'm going to ask the most obvious question: Why? Uh, the the key reason is that. Through COVID, um, and even before COVID, I just felt the world was was just getting far too sedentary. Um, people just stopped moving, and and I started moving about 16 or 17 years ago when I went for my first run, um, and fell in love with it. So I just want to share that journey with as many people as I possibly can. And I think that the running is one of the great things you can do. It's easy, it's accessible to everyone. Um, and the benefits of movement and exercise, as you guys all know, you know, whether it be physical, mental and emotional. So I just want everyone to live that journey.
Yeah, nice. Now, Woogie's just Woogie's just big frown on his face. No, I'm, no, I'm well, nodding. I'm nodding. I'm in agreement. Now, Tim, you're nodding off. Um, <laughs> looking at uh, all the what you're covering, the continents, you're at uh, Brisbane, New Zealand, south to north, USA from the west coast to the east coast, and it keeps going through Europe, South America. Based on your research, um, what's going to be the most challenging challenging section on the body uh, across a lot of those continents? Uh, I think I think the most challenging section for a number of reasons will be South America. Probably the the language barrier to start with um, makes things just that little bit more difficult. And then I'm hitting South America basically in the dead of winter. Ooh. So I'm looking at temperatures between sort of like low single digits up to around 15 being the max. So that's going to get probably pretty ugly on both the mind and the body. Um, but apart from that, I think it's, I think I'm, I'm hoping it's going to be um, uh, as easy as I can possibly make it. That's the plan. Wow. So, so tell us about your support crew. How does that all work, the logistics behind this? Yeah, the logistics is probably far more challenging than the run itself. Um, but I'm really lucky to have like a really tight-knit group back here in Brizzy um, helping me. And then on the road, I've got two mates. They've, um, they're both nurses. They've given up um, their jobs for the better part of a year and a half, and they're going to be in an RV or in a car with me every step of the way. Mate, uh, so they'll be doing everything. They'll be my on-road support crew. Cool. Is, it, is it true you started uh, taking up running when you hit 120 kilos? And was that during during COVID? No, that was long before COVID. But, yeah, I, I, I had a few issues going through school. I went from a normal, healthy, active kid, and then, then I had some growing pain. So I just stopped moving. Um, yeah, and I blew out to about 120 kilos, was smoking, obviously drinking a bit too much grog. Um, and then I just decided one day that I need to make a change. I'm killing myself. Um, I, li- I like my mates in life a bit too much to, to go too early. So I thought I'd get it, um, you know, just start moving, get fit again. Um, and that was about 2005 where it all really kicked off. Uh, so have you, have you won, have you broken other records? Oh, sounds like you've been doing this for a fair while. Yeah, I, I always um, – no, I don't have two records because I'm not quick enough. Um, but w- one, of the, one of the records I did have is uh, through COVID, I um, got the idea from someone over in, over in France to run a marathon in, in their apartment. Um, so right. I took on that challenge and ran 2,000, 2000 laps of my 21-metre apartment. And I had that record for 24 hours before a bloke from Sydney beat me. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, what's, what's, what's the current world record for this – Running across the world, twenty six thousand kilometres. What, what do you got to beat? So the so the current world record um, held by a Frenchman by the name of Serge Girard, and he completed it in two thousand and seventeen, and it took him four hundred and thirty four days. Um, so that's that's what I'm aiming to do. Anything under four hundred and thirty three days will be the new record. Um, given my plan, it's currently about four hundred and twenty to four hundred and twenty five days where I should be back in Brizzy oh, if everything yes. goes right. You're well. insane. Now um <laughs> do you see yourself um and I'm just I'm starting to imagine it now. I can see this picture, uh Tim, when you're going from the west coast of the US across to the east coast, San Fran to New York, growing a long beard, much like Forrest Gump, <laughs> with hundreds of people following you through the streets. A little bit like Rocky. Oh yes. Uh, I would, I would love, um, I would love a lot of people to come running with me. Um, I don't know about the beard though. Um, I might, I might leave that to other people to grow. I don't really like running 
I don't really like growing a beard. A, I'm not very good at it. Um, and B, uh, it just gets in the way, I reckon. So I might try and keep it uh, nicely trimmed. Are you taking spare shoes? <laughs> oh, are, you, are you serious? That's a question. <laughs> now, how many hey, shoes, what, socks, uh, all that? What is the preferred uh, shoe? Uh, I wear um, a Hoka Clifton 8. Oh, yeah. um, and I'm taking about 40, 40 to 50 pairs of them. They're the ones that got yeah, good people at Hoka. Yeah, they've got the ones with the, the curved sort of sole, haven't they? They do, yeah. Yeah, oh. yeah and they've just really been, been really good for my feet. My feet just like being in them. So, yeah, 40 to 50 pairs I'll probably burn through. Wow. Well, can we get your itinerary? Because that's – well, you're playing – you're going to be at um, Super Bowl this year or next year. And we got well, – you know, we might be able to bump into you somewhere. <laughs> Surely we can bring you a sang- Vegemite Sanger or something. Along the way, Tim. Yeah, or pack of Tim Tams or something. Oh, would be good. gold, gold. Uh, any words of advice for that rookie uh, Ned Brockman who only ran from Perth to Sydney? <laughs> uh, he's, he's a chump. Come on, let's be honest. <laughs> Absolutely not. That's a even made anyone that sets out to do something that that crazy uh, deserves all the all the kudos he gets. I mean, 100 k's a day. That's uh, that's that's brutal. I'm only I'm only setting it to do 65. Yeah. So, so no, he's done a great job, and it just shows. It just shows, you know, that you know that there's plenty of people out there doing crazy stuff just to, to, you know, to help the community. So it's pretty exciting, actually. Hey Tim, are you doing it for a charity or anything like that? Is is there a purpose for doing this? Yeah, absolutely. I've got. I've been lucky enough to be um, linked with three charities. So Inspiring Brighter Futures is a local charity here in Brizzy that uh, was started by my grade seven teacher. Um, and I've, I, I rekindled it. I just ran into him uh, not long ago. So I've been working with uh, that charity for about three years. And, they, and we help disassociated youths, uh, domestic violence victims and sort of Indigenous population um, with the goal-setting program. It's all around their values, getting them back into the workforce, getting them back into mainstream education, um, rehousing them if they need be. So that's one of the charities. And another one of the charities is uh, the Lung Foundation of Australia, one of the girls coming with me, um, she lost her mum to lung cancer. So we just want to raise awareness and obviously money for research into lung cancer, but more importantly, get rid of the stigma that's around lung cancer, that like, people deserve to get lung cancer if they've been mm. smoking. And that really hit home to me. So I want to, I want to you know, really help her because she's given up a lot for me. So I want to really help that charity. And then um, Wings for Life, which is all about spinal cord injuries, which again resonates with us because we're running for those that can't those that don't have the privilege or um to be able to run so so they're the three charities that we've linked with that's great work bro we we want to stay we want to stay in touch and in contact and and follow the journey but also for our listeners how do they follow the journey tim so the best way will be um through my instagram so that's just at timmy r franklin um and they can jump on that and that'll have a link to to where they can make a donation to the charity as well as my website which is um, timrunstheworld.com. So right, those mate. two places will be the best two places to see where I'm right. at. I'm so joining, I'm following you as we speak. That's is getting stuff. off his Donald runs the world into his Tim runs the world. <laughs> <laughs> mate, we'll, <Yeah>. um, <laughs> we'll uh, chuck those details as well up on our social uh, media accounts as well. Hey, Tim, this is awesome what you're doing. Best of luck with it, mate. Over a year away from, from Brisbane, hitting the pavement. Uh, for some good charities as well, mate. Good luck with it, and we will keep in touch with you if that's okay. 
Uh, we've lost you, Tim. You can hear phone. him just yeah. in the background. He's yeah. just going for a scuba dive. Just yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> just, yeah. Just, Tim might want to update the phone. Uh, <laughs> Started walking you from, go as well. from you go. Uh, Brisbane to are Auckland. You, are you there, yeah. Tim? Wait, yeah, can that you guys back. hear me? Oh, he's back. I don't open to your phone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mate, best of luck and we'll keep in touch with you, eh? It, no worries. Thanks for all your support, Jen. No worries. Tim Franklin there who's Gee. embarking on a 400-odd day run. Uh, around the world, twenty six thousand. That is amazing. Two hundred and thirty two kilometres. Doesn't that make get, you feel lazy? I wouldn't get through Queenstown. No. Stop at Ferg Burger, have a burger, and then just pitch a tent oh, there. You, mate, what no. else did you have there next door? You were saying while you were there, what else did you have in Queenstown? Mm. Oh, you'd go and give Beaver fun. a kiss, <laughs> wouldn't he? <laughs> He loves his beaver. Where are you so, going with this? Yeah. No, Stephen Donald. Oh, the loving we played the other day. The beaver. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. It's happened again. Right, yeah. 60 years of family culture. Join the Robson Civil Projects team for the opportunity of a, a lifetime. Uh, quick text has come in from Steve from Dubbo. He's been on the phone. He's only just started listening. Uh, he just joined the show. I was on hold with NAB. For an hour and 15 minutes, unbelievable. I need a soccer report from Jack to calm me down. Well, Steve, you missed it. We they already all, had it. Mm. You already had it. We Don't had they a, all go home about five at the bank and you, you're not <laughs> going to get through? Mate, we had a detailed report from Jack to it. went about 18 minutes. Mm. <laughs> so, sorry about that. About Liverpool. They're not even playing at the moment. <laughs> That's right. The eight-seat care carnival. It's a grand utility vehicle. Back in a moment. This is Sports Day. <laughs> Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Come on, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. There's got to be an investigation into this. This has got to be, someone's got to be accountable for this. Two for 240, the Aussies. Marnus Labuschagne, 117. Smith very quickly to 44 off 64 balls. For expert car service, book into your local Repco authorised service centre. Time for That's Ridiculous. Sats, take it away. So the Gold Coast Titans and the Newcastle Knights, we've got a lot of Newcastle Knights fans listening to us on the SEN app or 2HD, and uh, they've done a swap with the Gold Coast Titans. And I've got to say, Knights fans, I think you've got the best end of the deal here. Chris Randall, who's a a very handy hooker, I think on his debut he did something like 72 tackles against, uh, might have been the West Tigers from memory at Campbelltown. But... um, and they've made a swap with the Gold Coast Titans for Greg Marju, who was the outside back, the winger. Come on, that's ridiculous. What, what are you saying? I'm saying the Gold Coast Titans have they've but, let go a really good player. But it, but it depends on what you need. If they've identified they need a backup hooker for, for Sam Verrills. So it, it sounds like they have decided 
that uh, Tanner Boyd is going to play in the halves. They've still got Aaron Clark there, who I think they're going to oh, look Clark, at as yeah. a 13, as a lock forward now, okay. play a little bit more like a Victor Radley sort of role. But he's always there as a backup as well. He's uh, more than a handy backup. But Greg Marju, we see Penrith Panthers' success is on the back of you know, a lot of the the kick returns from players like Brian Toto and Mike Acevo and their ability to finish point. finish tries because they're big and they're fast. And Greg Marju is one of those outside backs that gets the Titans on the front foot. So I know he's got some defensive concerns. I, I get that. But you can always work on those. But there's something you you can't lose and it's big but, outside backs that are fast. So they've got Joe Joe Vafita, Vafita yep. who plays on the wing. Good young player. As and, well. End up a centre, yeah. Yeah. And they've, they've bought Aaron Shop. Yep. Good Good player, yeah. Maybe they've just decided they're a bit, or, or they just had you know, that. That's the only player that the mm. that the Knights would uh, would swap with. You know, Philip Sami's out there; he can play in the wing. There's just some players. There's some players that, that are just wingers. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. Like Brian Toto, like he's just he's just a winger and a very good one. Oh, you mean he's only well. a winger? Yeah, he's yeah. only a winger, winger. So, and that's what Greg Marju is. I think Newcastle. Oh, he's a very Knights, good player. Yeah, I think they've I think they've lucked out here. Righto, mm. badge. I want to tell you about a footballer, mm-hmm. soccer player, yep. who has played 40 matches since he died nine months ago. What? Come on, that's ridiculous. Wrong segment, Sam. Do you get what? it? That's ridiculous. Yeah, well. You know, know who I'm talking about? No. Uh, he's playing tonight. Christian Eriksen, one of the stars. For uh, Denmark, mm. ah. he was playing. He's the guy who collapsed on on the pitch or on the side of the pitch when Denmark was playing Finland in a um, Euros in, uh, match uh, nine months ago, and he was they lost him. They brought him really? back with a defib, and then he wasn't allowed to keep playing. He was in playing in the in the Italy comp in Serie A because their rules say with certain conditions you can't play. Um, he had he's had operation to fix it all. So he went and played in England for Brentford and got picked up by Man U. He's with them now and, and now playing for Denmark. Is he, he's not he's, playing tomorrow morning, is he? Yes. Oh, God. What? Oh, God. They've got, yeah, they've got, about? oh, God, on their side. They brought him back. Oh, God, I get it. Oh, good. <laughs> no. oh, a little bit slow. What's the matter? I'm glad he's alive, but does he have to play tomorrow? Why? Well, we don't need someone that good playing. Like against compl- us, we're playing them tomorrow. Dollar forty-seven, they are. Oh, Denmark doesn't matter. Mm, I think we're going to win. Anyway, hey, I've got one. There we go. Chris Randall's debut was against the Panthers. Set a tackling record of seventy-four. Thank you, Bruce. Jeez. Okay. Mm. He can tackle. Yeah. No, he's a he's a handy little player. Really handy little player. What do you got? Uh the crowd. Oh, uh, here we go. At Optus Stadium You're for running the first down cricket test. again. Well done. It is. Come on, that's ridiculous. I'm not running down cricket. I'm just showing. I'm looking at grandstands that are empty. Well, Nick from Newcastle said, I turned off cricket when the Aussies started taking a knee. I just want to watch sport. I don't want the politics rammed down my throat. Maybe a lot of people think the same. I heard a bloke's stomach rubbling today on the TV <laughs> from the crowd. That's how empty it is. It's in Perth at Optus. Beautiful stadium. You yeah. haven't been there. The bird, bird's nest. You got another one? I have Jack, our Jack. Mm. The amount Come of lasagna on, he ridiculous. Oh, the amount of lasagna he eats. Oh. Come on, that's ridiculous. He's got to be constipated. I asked him he's, that tonight off the air. I he said, just Jack, has lasagna right. every meal. Just put a bit of chilli in it. Jack, come in here, please. Every meal. 
And it's one you, of those. It's one of those heated up ready meals as well. Yeah, you can't. St- you can't talk to him like that. Well, you're what do you mean? I'm concerned about Jack. <laughs> it's not. It's not every meal. Yes, it is. I mix it up. Yeah. I have it's eighty percent of your. No, meals. no. It's, it's twice a week because you can get two for thirteen. No, Jack. That's yeah. a lie. That's do you, you can. Do you eat much roughage? The roughage. Do you eat any? Yeah. yeah. No, I don't. Stuff eat the, that's I don't gonna eat the help you. You know, help you. Who? Do you go to the toilet <laughs> regularly, like a normal human? Like a normal human. I'm not a robot, mate. Like, I saw him in the car park earlier. I, Did they get that? that yeah. No, I've got I've got the beef. I had I didn't have it twice today. I had the the pasta for lunch and I had the lasagna for dinner. Oh, double carbs. Oh, double yeah, pasta. Yeah, you yeah, yeah, are yeah. so blocked, Jack. No, I'm good. I haven't seen you eat a lot of fruit since hey, you've been here. I am. Well, do you have breakfast? No. So you just eat pasta all day. Do you have fruit? I haven't seen you have fruit. I've never seen you eat any piece of fruit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is an there echo, an echo in here? Mm. What's going on here? The three-way echo. Yeah, no, the point of the matter is you do what you've got to do. It gets <laughs> by. My my family were raised on starch and potatoes, so. Oh, Irish. Oh, we weren't introduced okay. to roughage until what? like the late right. 1900s. So, so you <laughs> were born just outside Belfast living in the fields. Yeah. Do you need some well, money? Yeah. Do you need some money? Badger Do you have any? No, Badger Lend or something. Well, I know Sato's you money. No, but I know where this is. Yeah, that's right. You know what's ridiculous? Sat still owes, owes me $37. 34 last time. The lottery. Yeah. Yeah, the Powerball. Yeah, the yeah, two. You, where, you won't be getting that. Then again, I, Jace what? owes me uh, a six pack of vanilla Coke. Oh, yeah, I know. I haven't seen that since, have I? You know, no. this is a test, Sats, because <laughs> that was a winning ticket and he hasn't yeah. bought it in yet. He won't be getting it. I better be getting it. I'm just saying. Out of you all of us, it. apart from Badge, you're the second. You're the richest person behind Badge in this room. He's well ahead of all. Of us. Oh, he's miles. He's so I'm not. Oh, yeah. It's not even the same a, game. I'm <laughs> not. And if I was, I've had a lot, a lot, a many, many more years to accumulate. Yeah, yeah. You also played for Canberra. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I couldn't believe it. Twenty years after I retired, that's still my poker all right, machine. Okay. <laughs> Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made Queen a grand utility vehicle. Uh, Kia Carnival GUV. Uh, text coming through for the McDonald Jones birthday sale. A couple of quick ones, boys. Phil from Mudgee says, guys, the Knights will get close to the top eight next year. I think they will. Greg Marju, Jackson Hastings. You know, I think Ponga will have a breakout year. I think, uh, and I like their Ford pack. I know Clemmer's gone, but um, I, I think they might go close. Here we go. We're talking about captain coaches. Johnny mm-hmm. Raper. Captain coach of the Saints in '69. Oh, is that go. correct? That probably number ending in one two seven. That might be right. I think he's. Oh, if I remember, was his last year '71? Well, I'm not sure. Yeah, so but he did captain coach. He did captain yeah. coach. Yeah. And with Steve Smith killing it uh, at Optus Stadium at the moment, he's 44 off 64 balls. Uh, text from Dennis Smithy has been hitting the ball as well as ever over the last three weeks. Mm. Apparently, he's found his hands again. That, mm. I'm not even mucking around. That is a, a comment he's made. Text from 144, captain coach of Australian rugby league, Ken Hay. Must have been a while ago. Mm. I know there's someone of note that captain coached a kangaroo. Graham what Langlands, captain coach. Ken, what about uh, Ken Carney? Ken Carney, Killer Carney. Great Wasn't hooker. he at the Dragons as captain coach? Yeah. And before, yeah, Graham Langlands, captain, you're right. Captain in coach. 76 or something, 75. Me, yeah, 73 he was I captain think it was. coach of a kangaroo, kangaroo tour, tour. Woogie. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, nice. There you go. And before we go to the break, because we spoke to Tim Franklin before about running around the world. Yes. Uh, text here from Michael from Moines. What about a wheelbarrow race, or I think it's wheelbarrow, race around Australia? More fun than running around... The world. Wheelbarrow racer. Has that been done? I'm not sure. 
And would you out. would you rather be the pusher or the in, in the barrel? Would you have to have someone you? in the barrow? Yep. Someone small. No, just like one of those Christmas hampers they give away in shopping centres. Like your like. wife carrying comp. Yes. Put the wife in the, the wheelbarrow. Shan't be doing that. She what are you trying me. to say? She can carry me. Oh, don't start with that. What are That's, you saying, No, Woody? I'm not saying that don't at all. Like I've already thrown her under the bus about <laughs> being nude. Mm. You have, actually. You said yeah. you were nude on the beach on Stratie. She was. She was. I hope her workmates hear this as well. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kerr. <laughs> when we come back, uh, we're going to catch up with Simon Orchard, the winning Simon Orchard. He's got a couple of tips tonight uh, for Wenty Park. That's on the way next on Sports Day. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. I'll tell you what, boys. The Greyhound Super Series returns. The Sports Bet Dapto Megastar, 8th of December. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Let's get the cash I like king. our next guest. Let's get him on the cat. We call him the cash king after last week's performance. Gamble responsibly. He makes me feel confident. He always makes you feel confident with his tips. I've got to admit, I hadn't had much confidence until last week. Uh, <laughs> he's on the line. Simon Orchard. Hello, mates. Boys, yeah, thanks for that. Nice build-up. Look, my uh, my motto, both in tipping and in life, fake it till you make it. So, <laughs> uh, we had a couple of good yeah, a couple of good ones last week, and hopefully we can continue tonight. But also this weekend, you mentioned that Dapto Megastar heats tomorrow, the Newcastle Cup heats on Friday, and then, of course, the finals of both those events next week. So plenty happening, boys. As I always say, plenty of great feature racing and a lot of money up for grabs for our trainers and participants here in New South Wales. I did that my whole career. I faked it till I made it. Now, Simon, we've been mm. interviewing a, a few greyhound trainers this week um, about one of the big events in, in Queensland uh, on Thursday night, uh, December 1. And the same question I'm going to ask you is what, what Jason Badge and I have asked them. I can't believe the money that is around in greyhounds across the nation at the moment. Yeah, it's it's plentiful. I don't know where we get it from. Um, honestly, I should ask for a pay rise, I reckon, because we're just shelling out left, right and centre. Uh, look, at the end of the day, boys, it's great for our industry, as I said, of participants, trainers, owners, breeders. If you want to get into the greyhound game, now's probably a better time than ever. And we've got a great thing sort of coming up, developing in the next couple of months, syndication boys, which I know a lot of people in horse racing know about. It's basically getting together a group of people to purchase a, a part or a share in a Here horse. Here we go. Yep. Uh, and now the greyhounds are, <laughs> are going to roll that out, hopefully, uh, very soon. So now any Tom, Dick or Harry um, can jump in, jump in, hopefully, in the next couple of months and be part of owning a greyhound. And, you know, for those out there that don't have the cash that some of you boys do, we can <laughs> oh, maybe please. put it into a greyhound instead of a thoroughbred. Here we go. And, and I imagine what we've it's been gonna, looking for, well, It's going to be a lot less expensive than owning a, a thoroughbred racehorse. They, yeah. The bills never stop pouring in. Yeah. Dogs laughing. Yep. Beautiful. Right. Hey, um, so, sorry, so tell us about um, the the heats of the, the Group 1 Dapto Megastar. Yeah, spot on. Tomorrow night we've got these four heats. So first two from each heat will go through to the final. We've got some really good greyhounds engaged as well. Guys, Heat 1, Zipping Kyrgios. We all know King Kyrgios and Mini Finn. They've been there, done that plenty of times before. Yet to win the megastar, the Finn Kennel. Uh, but Zipping Kyrgios is one of the better greyhounds going around. He's at the back end of his career, so uh, probably won't see, see him too often. But he'll step out in Heat 1. He's the favourite at the moment to take that out. Heat 2, we've got uh, another Finn runner in Gatlin, who's a real superstar. Uh, emerging superstar, I should say. He's run really well this year. And another book by the name of Black Chili, which I like. So just put this in your black book, boys. Each way, Black Chili tomorrow night, paying around 
six fifty and two dollars a place. I reckon he's capable of running really well. Also, the back two heats are dominated by the Lord Kennel. We've heard a lot about them in the last couple of months. They seem to win just about every feature race or have a dog running in feature race finals. So they've got Coast Model, who's the favourite in race seven, and then they've got Good Odds Emma, who's favourite in race eight, which is heat four of the Dapto Megastar. So, look, plenty of good dogs going around. We've got four really good heats. As I said, the top two will go through to the final, and next week they'll race for $75,000. It's the final group one of the year here in New South Wales. So looking forward to being on track and interviewing hopefully some excited trainers and owners as well. Yeah, nice work. Now, let's see if you can follow up from last week. Wenny Park, tonight, what have you got? Yeah, look, um, I hope, I really hope that we can... Don't say I hope. Just just go in with confidence, (laughs) Simon. Yeah. All right. How about this? Race nine, number seven, Cherokee Outlaw, just win. How about that for confidence? Yep, like it. I don't think think I've ever actually said just wins, and I try to steer away from it, but look, this just sets up really well, boys. Cherokee Outlaw, as I mentioned, it's a master's race. So this dog's been racing against free-for-all or non-graded dogs. This is the likes of Zipping Kyrgios and his mates for basically the past 10 months. He's now four years old. He steps into this Masters race. He's just superiorly graded. He's better than these dogs. He just needs to step cleanly uh, and Cherokee Outlaw can win. So that's race nine on the card tonight, number seven, Cherokee Outlaw. Then if you want another one, race 10, number one, Kapow. Great name. I think it's just really well boxed down in box one. It's a really sharp race. It's only a 280 metre race. We don't see a lot of those at Wenty Park. But I just think aided by the inside draw, these uh, scampers are usually won by dogs towards the inside. And I think Kapow, great name, uh, and a great little dog as well, can win race 10, number one, tonight at Wenty. Radio, put us down for one of those syndications. This is what we've been looking for mm. on uh, Sports Day. Ooh. We've even got a name for the Greyhounds. Hey, Mom! The Meatloaf! We want it now! Ma, the meatloaf! Ma, that. the meatloaf. Ma, the meatloaf. Mm. Yeah, that's, what, that's what we're going to call it. So we're ready to go. And we want one that's a winner, not a loser. Sportsbet sure. Dapto Megastar. The best of the best. Battling it out for 75 grand in prize money. 8th of December. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Simon, good luck again tonight, mate. Always a pleasure. Good on you, fellas. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. What are you right over there? I said, shut up, Jack. Hey, hey. Oh. He just yelled at me. What did he yell at you for? I don't know. Okay. Uh, welcome back to Sports Day. We're going to get into the weather in just a moment. Uh, Aussies 2 for 257. Smith uh, facing Joseph on 48. Nice defensive shot back down to the bowler. Uh, he's on 48, not out. And Marnus Labuschagne, hasn't he gone? All right, 129. Beautiful. Out. Weather update for New Farm Australian through and through. Uh, where are we looking at tonight, boys? Coughs, 2HC. Great place, Coffs Harbour. Red Rock. Big banana. Just down the road. It, oh, that's where it is, yeah. yeah. Have you been ice skating there? Oh, I have for and the kids. And what's the other big place on the hill with the... Uh, Banana trees, Woolgooga? No, no, the Indian temple. The Woolgooga. Oh, Woolgooga it is, mm. yes, that's it. Hello to Russell Crowe listening tonight, and it's also the home of Mick Innes. Yeah, he no, was Mick born. Ennis. Mick Ennis. He was born in Coffs Harbour, I think, wasn't he? Well, it is the home yeah. of Mick Ennis, so I'd suggest well, he would be. it's not his home. It's Mick Ennis. Mick Ennis. It's not his home. Yeah. It's his birthplace. Not right, Cameron, got, you're saying on. Cameron Mick Innes. Now, can someone, one of you, one at a time, come in to me, please? All right. All right. I'll go at him first. That's. All right. What was it's it? It's Mick Ennis. All right. Good. And <laughs> what was your you complaint? It's not his home. <laughs> he lives in the Shire. Oh, put your Cameron. hand up. I know you've been away. <laughs> <'cause>... <laughs> 
Put your hand up, mate, when you're going to push the button. Anyway, tomorrow, very high chance of rain, top of 22 and a low of 16 overnight. Uh, New Farms products are formulated with the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm, Australian through and through. It's time for the last blast on Sports Day with Badge and Sats. The Arara Valley Axemen. That's where Arara Valley, that's where Russell's got his house. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Na- Nana Glen, Nana Glen. Yeah. Actually, I that's think. That's it, it's Nana Glen. I think Sam Burgess was coaching there this that's year. That's it. Yeah, last season. Mm. Uh, greyhounds as pets, finding homes for incredible greyhounds. Apparently one of the, if you love dogs and yeah. want a really easygoing pet, greyhounds, way to go. They How sleep much more popular 23 are they hours a day. Greyhounds and whippets, obviously you see so many more of them. Yep, whippets Whippets are good. This is why we pick on you, Woogie. Hey, can I give you another that's ridiculous again? I learned the other day. It really is. I learned the other day that McDonald's get this, get twos ready, okay? Or what? Whichever one. Okay. Um, McDonald's Mm. sell one billion dollars worth of coffee alone a year. Just coffee. Actually, you told me the other day too, they're getting a hokey pokey ice cream or something. Hokey pokey McFlurry. That I've been pacing up and down outside my local Macca's waiting for that to come. <laughs> I could just go and get the ice cream and then go and get some hokey myself. Can I read a text or are we going straight to last? No, oh, you can read okay. a text. Um, Steve says, how handy are those defibrillators we were just talking about? Uh, how lucky was Kerry Pack who dropped dead at Warwick Farm. And at the time, there's only a few ambulances in all the New South Wales that had them. And one of them happened to be driving through Warwick Farm at that exact time, just in yeah, time right. to revive him. And after that, every Australian ambulance. They called them packet yes. whackers. Packet whackers. They put them in all of them. Mm. What? Uh, by the way, you were uh, World Cup. That, will you were you? World Cup. Oh, I, I'm very impressed with it. World Cup preview tonight. Obviously, uh, the one that matters the most Australia versus Denmark. Need a win or draw if France wins or draws. So let's go for the win. Let's just go for the win. Uh, both those games happening at the same time too, so no one can you, rig FIFA. If they you go should be in talking with, to the team. If they go like in with a defensive attitude, they'll lose. That's inspirational, Woogie. Uh, well, I, Let's just go for the win. Well, I like I do with you blokes every night. I give you guys a bit of a rev up before we go on air. Yeah. I, you say what? Slap don't. our face. You say don't. <laughs> don't. Yeah. Bugger it up. it up. Yeah. Don't bugger <laughs> it up. Uh, so we've got that. Tunisia obviously taking on France. France have already qualified. They'll the first team for, for the round of 16, Argentina versus Poland. 6 a.m. tomorrow morning, mm. New South Wales time. And that's at the same time as Mexico versus Saudi Arabia. So some big games coming up in the World Cup. Yep. Around, uh, round of 16's kickoff Thursday, uh, Friday night. Text line um, and ending in 127 here. 0457 736 The fourth best nude on Queensland Beach. I bet of the out-of-towners pass in the passing overhead jet star thought they spied Migaloo. <laughs> oh. You don't even know my wife. Oh, oh wow. that's, that's No, wrong. that's bad. Wow. No, that's bad. He, you shouldn't make comments. You let comments. him finish. Thought they'd spot, spotted Mig- Migaloo next to a beautiful lady. There we Woody. go. That's all right. Then wow. I thought he was – I was going to have a go at him. I hope her friends who listen to this show work She has no friends. Pass it all. I was oh. standing up for her. <laughs> mm. uh, greyhounds make wonderful pets. Head to gapnewsouthwales.com.au to what? What now? Uh, to find uh, your perfect new family member. On sports day, it's time for the last laugh with Scott Sattler. This is, I can't believe I just wandered in. I, he's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. 
The stage is yours, Sats. So there's a, a couple of couple of robbers uh, robbing a, a liquor store, oh. and one of the robbers grabs a grabs a bottle and and turns around to the other robber. He says, "Is this whiskey?" The other says, "Yeah, but not as whiskey as robbing a bank." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you see that coming? Oh. <laughs> I love your wobbly stories. Oh. Oh. Righto, uh, that's Radio right. Gold, Steve, right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is uh, Sports Day. Thanks for listening. Uh, grab the podcast, Sports Day, New South Wales. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow night, live from Albion Park with the Greyhounds. Catch you then. See you, boys. Bye.